think you're fucking tough? Go home and eat your goddamn salad and drink your fucking V8. You fucking asshole. Fuck you. Go home and eat your salad and shut the fuck up. Fuck you. I'm just getting the. Why is he? Why is he projecting that people that eat salads and drink V8 are tough? <laughs> why is he thinking? I think, think he thinks most people are just tough. <laughs> he thinks that they think they're he's, tough. He's threatened. By think tough. you're better than me? B e t t e r apostrophe n. <laughs> think you're better than me? You talking to me? You talking to me, Travis Bickle? Shramo, tis I, the prince of podcasting, the bipolar rock and roller, the sultan of slits, the godfather of gash, one half of professional wrestling's most dangerous commentary team. <laughs> the other one being it's Bronco, Bronco Swanson. Bronco Swanson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Episode 207 of Pillow Fort Radio. And as always, I'm joined by the white Samoan. The Vanilla Gorilla, the first black man ever to ice skate backwards down a Kanawha River. The Boomer Bog Trotter. <laughs> Charlton Heights bottom, Bottom's most powerful power bottom. Power bottom. <laughs> <laughs> generates the most power. <laughs> Speeds it in today. <laughs> That's all. A Chucky Atata Sacks over there. And as always, returning champion. Oh, I forgot to mention you are the former Intercontinental Champion. For 15 minutes. For 15 minutes or so. Give or take. Yeah. Boost that mic up just a little bit. There you go, you queef. And as always, <laughs> returning champion, the greatest claw machine guy ever to walk the face of God's green earth. Laurel Creek's most dangerous man. The the Lord of Laurel Creek. The the the, the dirty shame. Juna. Um what's the the Robert Stack of Regenerative Farming. <laughs> <laughs> That's Johnny Pudding Sacks over there. I don't know why pudding would fuck it. If I was a rapper, I'd be my name would be Robert Stacks, as in Stacks of Cash. Yeah, that'd be little shit. <laughs> little queef. Little shit. Little queef in the house. They need to get all the wheels together for one fucking tour. It's one giant. It track. would be fifty thousand fucking rappers. <laughs> You got Lil John, Lil Queef, Lil Bow Wow, Lil Kim, Lil Kim, Lil Stank, Lil C's, Lil Snatch, Lil Sebastian, Lil Sebastian. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. They could all ride on little horses. <laughs> They're also little. He's like one of the real tall ones just be walking over a little horse. <laughs> it's an ironic name. <laughs> I'm not really Lil. <laughs> kind of big. <laughs> we are off to fine start here. We're just fucking fine form. It. It's it's a wonder we we don't have a hundred million listeners with the fucking quality content that we put out week in week out every week. <sighs> How's everybody doing? We're uh, this is Easter Sunday when we're recording this. Um, I'm a little sad that we didn't wait till after at Game of Thrones had aired to uh, so we could talk about Game of, Thrones Game of Thrones the Thrones entire show. time. Yeah, that's gonna be next show. last week. But fuck it, fuck them. Let them talk about it themselves. Sure. They don't need us muddying their opinion about thrones. Thrones, <laughs> thrones man. Thrones, man. You, you watch Thrones? God. 
You got a bone for thrones. That's that's one of the worst things about it is that it's such a universal appeal that there are a group of bros that like that's their thing. They only like it for the titties and the violence, which yeah. you know that's a great reason to like anything. Sure it is, but there's so much more. There is a lot more, like the uh, the uh, incest. Sure, I like that part. Mm-hmm. Into that. Pretty much the only porn I watch. It's almost the only goddamn option you get anymore when you go to Pornhub. <laughs> okay. My little sister doesn't <laughs> like it when I pee on the toilet seat. I don't know. <laughs> then they end up, she bitches at it and then they end up banging. Watched one like that yesterday. Neat. Tremendous. Neat. <laughs> it was wonderful. Would would do again. And then like this whole thing with the uh, you know Jon Snow and Daenerys. It's like uh, you know at some point you're going to hear the line. His honor is going to come in to play. He's going to be like, I can't be with my aunt. You're my auntie. I can't. <laughs> He's like, We're, I'm making him Shrek. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's going to say shit. <laughs> Head, move. <laughs> Sam, move. No. <laughs> What's that mean? <laughs> why, was, why should I move, John? Why don't you move? What's that mean? And Gilly's over there licking a window, whatever the fuck it is Gilly does. <laughs> Do they have windows? Oh, Gilly. <laughs> Gilly's going yeah, to Gilly's gonna end up on the throne. That's what's going to happen. Then the spinoff is going to be a sitcom with Gilly and Sam, and it's going to be tremendous. And everybody should be excited about that. Craster's a Targaryen. And then so little little Samwell is a Targaryen. Baby. <laughs> Interesting. Gilly's a wildling, right? Tremendous. She's the product of it's generations of incest. <laughs> well, it says Torment, and he's awesome. Torment's not a product of incest. Yeah, but he's the wildlings are the wildlings. All, all of them aren't incests. No, I thought their motto was "incest is the best." If you can't keep it in your pants, <laughs> keep it in the family. That, that, that's not their motto. Closer the can, the farther in. Yeah. The deep, the bigger the cushion, the deeper the pushing. That's big bottoms. Oh. Oh, talk about mud flaps. That, my girl's got them. <laughs> <laughs> what a brilliant song. <laughs> no, I think uh, Sex Farm is. And that's a pretty good one, too. <laughs> Your Bitch School. Bitch School's a good is that, one. Is that a Spinal Tap song? I think it's one of the newer ones that he did for like the DVD release. Okay. The tighter the DNA spiral, the more likely to go viral. Hey! Hey, there it is. There we go. So anyway, how's everybody's week been? What's been going on? Anybody do anything wonderful, tremendous, fantastic? Tremendous, fantastic. Um, no collusion. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, uh, like we were talking, I started. Um, I started bodybuilding in earnest. You literally took Ernest from Ernest Goes to Camp, cut him open, and uh, built a gym inside of him. Well, it, or was it like, or did you like? It's Hannibal, bones you, by now. Han- so did you like Hannibal Lecter? Not Hannibal Lecter, but like. Make a skin. Well, it's like it? rattle shirt. Did you Ed Geenum? So you could be in him. No, it's like rattle shirt on uh, the Lord of Bones on uh, Game of Thrones. I made a uh, a costume, mm. if you will, out a of his costume. bones. Yeah, and it's pretty good. You stoomed him up. <laughs> <laughs> International <laughs> breathing ish. There it is. Um, no, I really started going for it. And I changed my diet where I do a carb cycling. Like I eat no carbs until about. Six or seven or eight o'clock, and then you just gnaw on raw wheat. <laughs> <laughs> and then, I mean, like I, I have a steak every day for breakfast. Fuck yeah! Rib now we're steak. talking. Um, Big fatty ribeye, cans of tuna. You know, protein. The protein shakes, but it's the muscle milk, so they have very little sugar in them. Uh, the pro performance, anyway. And um, I was telling Dutch hey. before you got here that I get this. 
manic, crazy, unstoppable burst of energy about four o'clock. Like it's nuts. Like I'm running out to the Stoker doing pushups. You know, uh, I got my hand gripper and I'm doing. A, you know, it's 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 actually almost sometimes unpleasant because it's almost it's manic energy. You know, mm-hmm. but usually it's not. Usually, it's, I just feel like a million bucks. Hmm. So um, I, I don't know that what that is. I, could that be ketosis? I mean, it could be, but usually, I mean, I don't know. It could be. I don't either. I'm just. I don't see how that would give you that much energy, though. Ketosis would. I don't know. Maybe it's my. Well, and like I was saying, I don't own a belt that fits now. My waist is disappearing like very quickly. And and my pants are falling off because I just can't. All my work pants were when I was fatter and I was powerlifting a lot. And I've got the belt all the way to the last notch, you know, smaller. And it's still too big. And it's what you just, do is get you a three hole punch and line that belt up and slam that some bitch down. Yeah, I really need to do that. But um, drill a hole. It's a uh, nail. <laughs> you use a you can use a scratch awl to poke custom custom holes. A scratch awl. What's a A W L A W L? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> but anyway, I think it might just be my body consuming all the fat that's on my frame. And like I said, and I and I haven't really lost any strength whatsoever. Like I did squats yesterday, and you know, still strong. So whatever I'm doing is working. Or uh, as I was telling Dutch, I bought some Alpha Test from Walmart. I might have got one of those batches yes. that actually has steroids in it. Hey, whatever. <laughs> but whatever, I'm whatever working. Yeah, you could just get actual steroids. I don't give a fuck. And and I don't know. I'm a little bit old. It's it's so hard on your system. Get that TRT though. Well, yeah, that's true. That's actually beneficial for the most part. Just rub it on your nuts. I think you rub, rub it on your gooch. <laughs> I'm not sure. I don't know how it works. <laughs> I don't think you have read up on. I've the done process. zero. You get a sh- you get a shot. <laughs> you get once a, a shot mo- once a month, right? They also make a cream that you rub on your shoulders. Yeah, but then you, I think you sprout crazy hairs on your shoulders. Which they've, also well, they've got. Uh, a cream that they're that they're hawking on Facebook, and it, I've read the reviews. It looks fairly, you know, it's got, you know, it looks like it might be beneficial. But I want to see how far I can go completely naturally before I go into something like that because I'm why well, mess with success. It's really working well. So, right on, right on, brother, right on, dude, right on, yeah, dude. <laughs> I've lost another five pounds this week. It's awesome. Out of nowhere. It's pretty incredible. I just realized that if you try, if you actually try, sometimes it'll, it'll actually work out. <laughs> I don't you, think I've ever actually tried. Well, if you have consistency in anything, <laughs> it's I, honestly it might work. <laughs> I, whether it be with music or any of the other things that I've ever done, I don't think I've ever actually tried. <laughs> now I'm starting to regret almost everything. I don't <laughs> think I've ever tried anything either. Like I wanted to learn how to play the drums. Quit. Very soon into it um, Drawing I had some natural talent at it Now it's all gone Because I didn't develop it You know Writing I, I've really tried it At points But just Eventually just abandoned it This I think this The direction this is going Is going to change all that Like you know I'm just being consistent I don't. I know I don't have to I don't knock it out of the park Every time I do something But I keep doing it So You know yeah, that's, And that's like with you You do it every day So I've done Six days this week 
And I ate like garbage like three days. Like mm-hmm. I had a fucking Tudor's biscuit this morning. Oh, that's awesome. It was tremendous. Yeah. I haven't had one in a few weeks. It was great. And I had like almost an entire pizza on Thursday night. Which kind of pizza? I got a pizza, uh, meat lovers, thin crust. Got a thin crust though. Oh shit. I ate almost, I had two pieces left over. Ate it last <laughs> night. Or not last night, Friday night. Yeah. And then about nine o'clock, I was like, I'm hungry. Went to fucking Taco Bell, loaded up. <laughs> <laughs> and I still I weighed in on Saturday morning And I still Lost five pounds Somehow It might have been ten If I hadn't right. Went nuts on Thursday and Friday But whatever There's small victories But I'm learning Yeah if you actually try Sometimes things actually work Right So But the, let's not um, Say it's never good to quit Things No It's uh, It's Fine to quit things Sure Especially like My last job Like I couldn't wait to quit I hated it From the time I started until I got my car paid off and magically another job appeared that I could survive on. Mm-hmm. I quit as soon as I possibly could. You, 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 you should definitely weeks. quit. Yeah, I gave him a week and a half. Mm-hmm. But, I tried to quit immediately, but they he said they wouldn't give him pay me my vacation. But I gave tutors a week and they gave me shit about it. I suck it, Dick. <laughs> You're tutors. You'll take me back anytime I, I was want. Like, <laughs> I was like, this is literally four times what I'm making here. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm. You're lucky. I'm giving you notice at all. I, I should have. You're taken. lucky they let you give them any notice. <laughs> yeah, I've heard of people. Not, they're mm-hmm. like, mm, you want to start Monday because that's when you're starting. If you want to work, yeah, because they need people. They need. Yeah. For some reason, there's a turnover there. I don't understand that. I, it's again, retirement I at this point. Oh, it's okay. not people quitting. Okay. I mean, people don't quit there really. When people do quit, it is an odd thing. People are like, why the hell are you quitting? Job is great. Someone will go to take a job on the pipeline welding or something. Sure. I mean, I'm not saying there aren't better jobs, but I'm saying around here you there got, aren't you, many better jobs. You got a job of silicon for life, huh? <laughs> so you got you got a job working silicon for life. Yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> why would you quit? It's in everything. Like it's in every product. So but yeah, um, quit things that uh, make you miserable. I, well, I, wanna, like, I, I do want to say that. Yeah, like like uh, don't never give up. <laughs> nah, that's so fucking stupid. <laughs> what if what if the thing you're doing is literally making you sick and making, making you, you miserable? Sad. Yeah, right. You should quit. You like, should fucking quit. Whenever it was financially feasible for me to quit my last job, I did it, and it was scary for a minute, but it was very well worth it. My new job is easy. I drive a fucking forklift almost eighty percent of the day. I'm outside. I get sunburnt. I get to tell people to fuck off whenever I want because awesome. there's actually people around me. I don't know. It's it's better. I'm driving. My own vehicle more But I'm not driving 100,000 miles a fucking year anymore Right So Quit things If they make you miserable Fuck it Fuck them They'll find somebody else To do their shitty job You know Well and then But then you have the The whole This This America I think it's It might be uniquely American I think Or maybe not This whole work heroes deal Yeah Where they're I was dying of Stage eight syphilis And I still came in <laughs> Like well Good for you Bob But I'm not fucking doing that Yeah there is that thing Like um, One of the guys That's been working Where I work now For a long time Says I've I've never taken An unplanned Absence If I'm sick I come in I'm like That's cool man Then you get everybody else sick <laughs> And everybody else Isn't a goddamn superhero Like you Right <laughs> One guy He He uh, he uh, refused to take off work and his goddamn lung collapsed because he was hacking and coughing and wouldn't go to the fucking doctor. None of these, I mean, I understand not liking doctors, but there's little simple things that they can be really effective at, especially if you don't know all the stuff that you might know, like the homeopathic shit or the oils, all that mm-hmm. crap. I don't know anything about it. So I'll go get a Z pack and a fucking 
thing of prednisone, and I'll and I'll feel better in a couple of days. Luckily, I haven't. I've had this uh, chest thing, and I haven't really gotten any worse from it. Mm-hmm. Just once a day, I'll hack up a nice big hunk. Neat. And the rest of the day, I feel tremendous. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, I just. What was I going to say? It was probably going to be profound as fuck. It was going to be profound. <laughs> Everything I say is profound. That's why you're the Duke of Discourse. <laughs> and it was going to be about the work heroes thing. The You said it might be uniquely American, this whole... Uh, yeah, I'm trying to remember where I was going with it. It was along those lines. I'm going to work whether I have syphilis or not. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, never, go ahead, but I'll think of it here in a second. But it's just... The, the gist of basically, I think what I was going to say is, you know, those guys, oh, here's what it is. Those guys are assholes, too, because they're the ones, they're, they're, they're company men to such a point that they're the, one, they're the ones the boss can point at. This guy was, you know, I was just like, <laughs> he cut I don't his give a off. fuck what Terry did. <laughs> fuck Terry. Yeah. I mean, we had a guy when I was working up at Oak Hill Garbage who, he was, he was, Fucking refilling a tire And it blew A hole this big And it blew him across The fucking room Knocked him out Almost broke his leg He stayed at work Stupid And I And and they were just On you about that You know what I mean We don't believe In absences here I was just like Well if I'm sick I'm not coming in That's just dumb If it's snowing To my fucking balls I'm not fucking coming in I'm not risking my life let, let somebody else risk their fucking life. You know what I mean? I, that's bullshit. I got in arguments at Lowe's about that. I was going I was staying with uh, my ex fiance in Boone County, and I had to drive over that mountain from um, the. You take a ride at Marmette, yeah. and, and motherfucking he, Marmette. He, he literally gave me shit because I couldn't get off the street. He said, well, other people made it here. I said, yeah, other people aren't up in the fucking mountains, Steve. I just what the fuck. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> God, he was such a cocksucker. Steve Young, if you ever hear this show, oh, shit. you are a lump of fucking garbage. You are a Virginia fucking piece of shit. Who, uh, let me tell you something there, Mr. Cannon. If I ever see your face again, honky ponky tookie bonky. <laughs> you ever come within arm's reach of this arm right here? Use one paid for some bitch. I hate when people say that shit. God, that's the worst. What's that from? Anybody? Uh, Paradise Law. Yes, it's whenever yeah, uh, yeah, John Bart yeah. Myers and all of his buddies are sitting around <laughs> drinking. You're going paid for, <laughs> but he ended up being really cool. Yeah, John, it wasn't John Mark Byers that said it, it was one of his buddies. I'm not plugged in. Oh, no. <laughs> that's why I didn't that's come like, through with such veracity. <laughs> yeah, he ended up being like a really nice guy. You know? There we go. <laughs> There's my annoying horn. I mean, it's 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 kind of funny that the title of it is Paradise Lost because that story is somewhat about redemption. And you had a redneck piece of shit who was all the dumb and all the fucking intolerant and all that stuff who ended up being I, he hugged Damien Eccles and would send him letters and stuff. You know what yeah. I mean? Ended up being a really great guy. When so. Eddie Vedder went and saved them, it was truly inspiring. <laughs> 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 the people, the documentary. I just think they should have just the, gotten out of jail. Let's the, see, the documentary, documentarians who brought this whole fucking shit, shit whole cur- 
cesspool of corruption to light with this movie that they made didn't have anything to do with saving. No, it was, it was better. It was Pearl Jam <laughs> and the Dixie Chicks <laughs> and the Dixie Chicks and the Melvins and, uh, and the Super Suckers. <laughs> they made that album in and, 2001 that everybody and Henry Rollins. Yeah, Henry Rollins had some shit to do with it. Yeah, I think Justin Bieber jumped on board a little bit late, but I think he might have had something. Did he? I have no idea. He's going after uh, Peter Lord. Jackson got involved. We're going to make a little, another documentary, just like the first documentary, yeah, but, except for shorter. But he's not... It's a documentary. He's not a cunt. No, he's not. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's like... Peter Jackson is anti-cunt. I mean, he's, well, he's, what he did is he took the, the, the three documentaries, condensed them down into an hour and a half, right. cut almost all the gold John Mark Byers put out there for the world. <laughs> well, and, just and gave him the greatest hits. And the documentaries, I don't know if they, how they were cut. They were really leaning to another... False accusation with John Mark Byers. He didn't hurt anybody, and they never came out and said it. But boy, did they like this guy's too good. Yeah, like, exactly. He fits the fucking this guy's profile. A folk hero. I mean, look at him. <laughs> he's burning the. He's he's got lighter fluid burning uh, the fucking weeds. <laughs> That's for Damian Eccles. I'm gonna come to your grave every day and. Pass on it. <laughs> no, he said, I'm going to spit on your grave and do some other bodily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Stop on your laughs> grave. <laughs> I fucking love it. Oh, shit. He's one of my favorite people. Um, Terry Hobbs. God, he's the one. He, right? Yeah, he's got fucking just. And and I know we're, this is a danger. And this is exactly what happened to those kids. But he's really got that stamp on his face. He's just, you know. Well, then they, I mean. And he's got a history of violence and all kinds of in shit. In the third Paradise Lost, they pretty much they have the evidence, mm-hmm. but nobody wants to do it because they took the Alfred plea. Like everybody's fucking Gary Gitchell's a coward. Oh god, a gutless fucking coward. Fuck it, Gary Gitchell. On a, on a scale of one one to ten, what do you think? Lab lead. Lead. He, he gives that fucking stupid fucking good good old boy knock nod. off Doctor Phil motherfucker. Got a piece of shit. And then there and then the fucking prosecuting attorneys. That the one was bad enough who became like a DA, but the short one who's got the blinking problem. He he. he I just exactly wanted to just kick his fucking ass. I just couldn't stand him. And I found where his Facebook profile was, and I was gonna fucking send him nasty messages. I was like, ah, I probably shouldn't do that. He probably gets lots of. <laughs> yeah, those. he probably does. Um, uh, Damien Eccles has said that it's no, it's the a best profile. The best thing that ever came that happened to him. Was going to prison for fifteen years. Well, it really, twenty years almost. Now his life there's a, there's is. There's a name for that. Stockholm it's syndrome. It's called Stockholm syndrome. Well, I mean, he's now he has like a good life, and he's got a wife, and he makes. He's a really nice book, pretty lady about magic with a K, and yeah, he's into that stuff. See, he's everything they said he was. He's I don't don't think he's a murderer. No, <laughs> no, he's just a curious. Guy, you know, he's just a weirdo kid, mm-hmm. and poor fucking Jesse uh, Miss Kelly, that retarded God. bastard, had to sit there, <laughs> sit there in prison. His poor dumb dad, fucking sitting there crying <laughs> about him. Probably, probably forgot even he even existed. Then he got like a, a letter saying he's getting released. Like, fuck Jesse, haven't thought about him in fifteen years. And the other one, the one that always gets forgotten because he was sort of, uh, it's kind of forgettable. Jason, Jason, my is it? Uh, Jason Baldwin. Yeah. Jason Baldwin. Poor guy. We always forget about him. We know Jesse and Damien. Yeah. Hell, fucking Damien wrote lyrics for a Pearl Jam album. That's what got him out. Got on that Pearl Jam album, wrote, wrote, helped write one of the worst songs they ever put out. 
<laughs> what, what do you think that meeting was like? Yeah, it sucks, but we got to put it on there. He sent them to me. I said I would. I Jeff Allman had a big over. hat on. For yeah, he had his weird hat. <laughs> my McCree's ever trying not to do heroin. <laughs> and, he's like, and he's like, my my lyrics are just kind of bullshit now at this point anyway. Yeah. So. I have no anger anymore. Stone Gossard is doing that dance he would do. Yeah, Stone Gossard is the best. Yeah, he's got that guy. He just kind of stays out of it. And here, I'm just going to write some groovy riffs. Everybody else just do whatever. <laughs> it was one of the worst Jam songs. No melody. Yeah. It was all over the place. I didn't like it. Yeah. But anyway. What's the best Pearl Jam song? God, that's an that's entire... Oh, fuck that. That's a Dirty entire, Frank. That's an entire podcast. <laughs> so, Dirty Frank is the best Pearl Jam song. Do the Evolution is the best Pearl Jam song. It could be. I don't know. Uh, I'm Actually, no, it's not. It's not my favorite. It's not even my favorite Pearl Jam song. I don't know. It just depends on what mood I'm in. It used to be black for me. Now, if, yeah, now I look back and look at black. I'm like, man, that's that song's kind of bullshit. But Why is it bullshit? I don't know. It's so emo. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, come on. It's really pouring it all out there in a really weird way, you know? It's a teenage boy song. I know, but he was 25. Yeah. <laughs> 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 might have been like 27. <laughs> I get it though. He might have he might have wrote the lyrics when he was thirteen. I don't know. He was starting to look into health alternatives. I need a green supplement, and I'm going to write this song about teenage fucking angst. <laughs> but no, Eddie Vedder has never worried about his health. Not one for one second. No, he just smokes cigarettes and drinks wine in front of a recovering alcoholic every single show. And uh, that's really a shitty thing to do. He's fine. Mike well. Care. I used to come up here and yeah. and people would, and it never really bothered me. I mean, it's just it depends on how committed you are to recovery and how you feel about it. You know, it just never bothered me. I got to be honest. Sometimes the smoking bothered me because damn, cigarettes are delicious. Well, the but, smell, the smell is what triggers things. Yeah. Um. Fuck. Um. What else has happened? They they released the the Mueller report. I didn't read any of it. I know people are still trying to find a smoking gun. Uh, no, they found stuff. That, that was going to be part of my umbrage. They found c- complete obstruction. I mean, he's he's obstructed justice on at least three major occasions. There is no collusion. That, that's true. No, Well, no provable collusion anyway. But him and his fucking team and his, his group of dumb fuck numbskulls have done so much stupid shit. Yeah, by the way, I just used numbskulls. I'm going to start using that again. <laughs> I love numbskull. You're going to start poking people in the eye. <laughs> Who does that? Fucking Three Stooges. (laughs) Ah, you numb skull. (laughs) Isn't everyone's skull kind of numb, though? There's not like a lot of nerves like in the skull. No, there's not. My favorite Three Stooges moment, though, is he's got that hat. (laughs) Curly does. He starts using all that 20 slang in one of the fucking... 23 skidoo. <laughs> <laughs> and the attorney's like, kindly drop the vernacular. He's like, that's not a vernacular. That's a doiby. <laughs> <laughs> I love this dude. Just fucking curly. You idiot. <laughs> <laughs> he was not in the original inter- um, cre- uh, um, iteration of the Stooges. You know why? He's too good looking. Curly was? Yes. So he decided to put on 400 pounds and. Oh, he just he's an alcoholic. Oh, that'll do it. Yeah. That'll do it. Or a time. Who they was had the Shimp. Shimp was the original. Really? And they mm-hmm. kicked him out. Were, were they making movies with Shimp in the original? Or Yeah, Shimp's in them. I mean, I've seen some Shimp, but I always thought Shimp came after Curly died or something. Shimp was before, and then I think Curly came 
because there's actually there's actually one word curly is in it but he doesn't even look like curly he's much smaller he's got hair and he's like he's sitting on a train and they're doing something and shimp is in that one so that proves that shimp was there before so what about curly joe curly joe let's not talk about curly joe that was come on is that a sore spot for you i'm i'm a big i was always a big stooges fan and it's just that was just a a last gasp effort to keep pumping it out because none of them saved any fucking money (laughs) i mean none of the stooges were good with money apparently which is odd. Uh, oh, because they're Jews? Uh, is that what you're going to say? <laughs> That's a that pro- was going to be a joke, and that <laughs> was going to be just taken completely. <laughs> God. You wouldn't even know they were Jews, really, just by looking at them. I don't even know which Jewish enclave they're from. You know what I mean? Um, you think they're not Ashkenazis? The hell was that? It's like the That's like the A number one Jew line, Ashkenazi. It's like the most successful ones that everybody likes. I had no idea about that. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm down. I'm 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 up to date with my juice stuff. What is that Yamaka one sitting over there? Well, I'm 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 one one thousand sixteenth Ashkenazi Jew, and I decided to 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 proudly explore that part of your heritage. My heritage. I'll be back. Where the fuck are you going, queer? Yeah, that's right. Just rub everything all up against the fucking <laughs> microphone. That was my dick. John, what's going on? Um. <laughs> uh, I'm just thinking about John in San Francisco. Your, your close relationship to the Torah, yeah. <laughs> in spite being, in spite of being, a, you know, an infidel, or not an infidel. What's the word? What is their word they for use? It? a gentile? A gentile. Yeah, I am a. I reckon I'm a gentile. I don't think I'm anything really. I don't like any of it. Yeah. Well, how do you feel about Easter? So, so Jesus. Hmm. Today he, he that he he did risen today. He so, did risen. So he was dead for three days. He, died he got for tortured at Guantanamo Bay. You sure it was Guantanamo and not another CIA black site? I'm pretty sure it was, it was actually getting Guantanamo a, proper. Getting a, and then he died. They buried him in a ditch. He, he slept dead mm-hmm. in a cave for three days. How do they know they just didn't turn a bunch of water into wine and get fucked? Just get fucked up. Him and Mary Magdalene just had a party, and then he just passed out for three days. I don't know. The story says that he's that he died, and then he got up, and apparently he's super powerful because he rolled this giant boulder away. Yeah. Then he got up, he moved the rock, and then he was like, "Well," and the rock was like, <laughs> "The rock was like, how dare you put your hands on the rock?" Listen, jabroni, jabroni, Jesus. <laughs> and then it was like. Okay, so because I because I was tortured and was dead for three days, and now I did risen, you guys can now m- metaphorically wash your sins with my blood and not burn in, in hellfire for all eternity, and you don't have to sacrifice shit anymore. Yeah, it's just I did it all, so now sin doesn't exist, right? No. It, it does. It absolutely exists. Original sin exists. It's just that you're now you're allowed to say, get baptized or whatever, wash your do this metaphorical thing where you wash your sins with His blood, mm-hmm. and then now that means that you're cool. Okay, it's the second covenant. Like there was a first covenant with with uh, Jesus. I mean, with uh, Adam, and that was broken by God. Apparently, even though His word is always you know law and everything, but He just decided that everybody was fucking up too much. So He He was just going to do a hard reset, fucking drown the planet, fuck all of you. 
And then he went to one of the worst people on the planet, Noah. Noah. Who they talk about how bad of a person Noah was. And he just said, "Yeah, here's what you're going to do. Build a giant boat, put it to everything on there. You're going to be you're going to be fine." And then he does that. And then from that point Abraham, you know, the the whole thing, you know, all the begats. And then they needed a second covenant after the first one was broken, so that's what Jesus was. I don't ever crap on people's religion. I don't like doing that because I don't want them crapping on my non-religion. I've stopped doing it too, but I will crap on People. <laughs> well, if you're going to be one of the people who's going to push it on me and get upset when I don't agree with it, then we have a problem. This well, my, well, I mean, look at your newsfeed today. How many fucking cheap ass, stupid ass Easter memes are on there? Did you see the one I put up? It's crammed on down your fucking throat every single fucking holiday cycle. If it's not Christmas, it's you know, it's Easter. If it's not Easter, it's it's some other. You know what I mean? Like. Oh, I agree. If you're going to proselytize sure. me, I'm, I'm going to, you know, I'm not going to hesitate to say that, here's, here's that, a, your, that your story is is stupid. Here's a nice Easter it's meme. It's a stupid Jamo story. Jamo sent me this Easter meme. <laughs> see, see, here comes Cotton Petertail. Oh shit! That's <laughs> fucking terrible. It's a rabbit with a dick shooting a load all over a black girl's face. Damn. Anyway, <laughs> no, I put up. Uh, I it looks like up. a few loads, though, right? That's not one dude's load, is it? Oh, There's no way. God, man, there's be. something medically There's wrong. Peter with North that dude. and his yeah, cousins there. <laughs> dude, just Peter North could fucking hit he that drown a village across the fucking room. He could drown a whole fucking village. I like watching pornos with him because sometimes the chicks are really into it, and that's fine. But sometimes when they're not, oh, you can just tell oh how they're fucking just disgusted. They're, they have to pretend that it's great, and they're like, ah, ah. That's, that's, a, that's a lot of load. Yeah. It's too much One load. One of them, you can look in their face, should he go to a doctor? <laughs> how much magnesium is this guy fucking taking? <laughs> is, that what, is that what ups it? Uh, that, uh, what is that shit I got? Um it's got magnesium and something else. ZMA or whatever. ZMA, yeah. Mm-hmm. When I first started taking that shit, it uh, thickened up the loads. It really did. But it didn't increase. I, here, I love it this. On Easter, we're discussing. It didn't really increase the velocity <laughs> at which they came out. Like, I really got to let, let, like, let the balls fill up for a few days before I can get any real distance. But the thickness. Man, my God, the thickness. <laughs> <laughs> um. No, I was going to say, I put up, for balance, I always put up something pagan on the holidays. Like, for Christmas, I'll put up something for Yule or Saturnalia. And then today, I put up something... For Yule Brenner? <laughs> you have to get on the plane at Atlanta. <laughs> um, <laughs> I love Yule Brenner. He's great. Um, no, I, I put up, uh, you know, just the, the fertility symbols that Easter is. You know, from, from Ishtar, Eoster, whatever, pagan festival... What have you, whatever one you want. I'm not actually that versed in it. But, and then I was having a discussion with a Christian friend of mine about it, and they were interested in it. And, but some you can't have that conversation with. They get so upset. Because I tell them, Christians co-opted all these holidays because you're fucking boring. You were a desert, joyless religion, and the pagans were not interested they're like, fuck this. No dancing, no drinking, no fucking no. I'm not doing that. And then the Christians are like, well, here's what we're going to do. Give us this and this. We're going to slap new names on it. And you can still do all the dancing and the drinking, but no fucking. And the pagans were like, well, I'm going to fuck anyway. It doesn't really matter. So they, so they decided to do that. And then before you know it, all these joyful, fun 
sometimes human sacrificey cultures <laughs> um, became joyless desert religion people too. Wonderful. You know, it's just the, the last groups to be converted were the Celts and the um, well, the last groups to be converted, you know, not against their will um, were the Celts and the Nordics. And there are still lots of pagans in those enclaves of people. So a few weeks or a couple weeks ago at work, um, one of the older dudes, he's super duper Christian. He's been he's been that way for nigh on two years, apparently. And you know, a reborn guy, yeah, super oh, duper Christian. And he was telling the one of the younger guys at work that he was going to go to hell if he didn't uh, accept the Lord and all this stuff. And he's like, "You're going to go to hell. You're going to hell." What do you think? He calls me. What do you think, Tiny? Where do you think he's going to go when he dies? And I said, and I looked at him, at the kid and I said, "Where were you before you were born?" I don't know. I don't remember none of that. And I said, "That's probably going to be like that." <laughs> he's like, "Do you really believe that?" And I said, "Yeah." It's like, "Why do you believe that?" Because I'm, I, every, first every almost to the T, every Christian that I've ever met, every super duper pushing on your Christian has been a complete asshole almost, mm-hmm. and they were all like, "Oh, gee, thanks." I said, "Not you guys. You guys are great." Sitting here <laughs> telling this fucking idiot kid that he's going to go to hell if he doesn't conform to your bullshit, right? And I've been looked at differently, and I'm fine with that. I don't care. Sure. These motherfuckers don't. They, I'm there for eight, eight hours a day. You can like me or not. I, that's your dime. It's none of my business how you feel. It's about. happened to me too, and I'm, I was actually more respectful with it. I mean, but I, was, people I still, was respectful. I said, uh, I, I don't care what you guys think, what you guys believe. Just don't push it on me. Right. I'm not going to push that I think it's wrong or not not wrong, but not true. Right. On you, I keep my mouth shut most of the time until you ask me. Right. And you ask me, and you didn't like the response. So don't ask me anymore. Well, I just like I just like it when they they come at you like they they do the thing that leftists do where they're like, you need to educate yourself. Let me help you. <laughs> let me help yeah. inform you about. Let me learn about the teachings of absolute fucking nonsense. They lose their minds when I say I went to a Christian school for five years. Glooby Gok, and I've read it. I know it all. Glooby Gok <laughs> was eaten by the lion, and because of this. He now did sleep for three days, and now he has truthiness. <laughs> Look at me in the eyes when I say this to you. <laughs> he now has truthiness. truthiness. Do you feel he it? Now has Do you feel the nonsense dick energy coming from this ridiculous story that makes absolutely no sense, has no bearing on reality whatsoever? They, um... He was like he he did come back at me a little bit, saying, "Well, I, you need you, you're going to go to hell too." And I said, "Doesn't it say in your Bible that uh, to judge not, lest ye be judged, and let he who is without sin cast the first stone?" And then their jaws dropped, and they shut the fuck up. Yeah, they they don't have <laughs> answers for those. So, and, then, and then yeah, just constant contradiction. It's good to know your enemy. Just See, nonstop. I can tell just because we know each other really well. It, it it upsets you way more than it does me, and that's maybe it should upset me more because it is bullshit. It is, you know, it doesn't. Ups- I just kind of just let it slide. It doesn't like, upset me at all. You know. It's just it's just. Um, I don't it's think more, it's I don't more I don't think about it. <laughs> mm-hmm. But if it comes up, there's no way for me. There's no way for me to um, to express how fucking stupid the stories are without going full Lewis Black. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> the words can only go so loud. Yeah. And then you gotta you gotta start screencasting. Start fla- flailing your arms. It the Old Testament God was kind of a prick. It doesn't make <laughs> any fucking sense. I like when he attacks Christmas. 
He's like, he's like, we, he's like, Christians start preparing for Christmas in July. <laughs> How much fucking time do you assholes need to shop? <laughs> <laughs> He said, "He said Hanukkah, we start planning the day before. And then two days in, we're going to light the candle. Ah, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I even understand, like, the whole just, like, blindly following tradition thing. Like, Christmas. Like, I like, I like Christmas. It's cool. Because all the pagan shit. Sure. And the, and the spices and the smells and the, the music and the, the jolly joy and, and the funny movies. Christmas is awesome. Easter doesn't really have that much going. No, it's for all it. sad. It's all the deviled eggs and their, their big their big movie is The Passion of the Christ, which is a goddamn snuff film. And uh, it's just and it's just. I heard not, it's really good though. It is good. You know what I mean? Like I, I understand just like oh yeah, we're doing the Easter egg hunting, ha ha, with the kids. Awesome. But as soon as you start doing that, he is risen crap. You know, and just the whole like. I don't know. Like I, I can't even. I can't even come up with the wording. You know what I mean? Like it, I have to. I have to go look and research and see what they say right. to come up with the weird wording choices that they use to express their, you know, to express their religion. Mm-hmm. Which that's fine. I am. I'm not trying to hurt. You know, hurt anybody's feelings or anything. But I just want you to acknowledge that it really doesn't fucking make any any sense. Well, sure. I mean, I'm I mean, kind of the same way with everybody. Don't push your thing on me, like whether it be your politics, your religion. Don't use logic. Your sports team, your the music, your musical choices. I don't care. Never, right. never, ever come at me and try to use logic to justify your faith because there the two are actually in conflict. If you have a logical reason to believe something, like I believe in God because I fucking saw him and he told me shit. That's not faith. You were on DMT. That's not faith at all. It requires zero faith to right. believe something that you fucking saw. What requires faith is, is like the Indiana Jones, uh, the, the Last Crusade, when he has to make the leap of faith, even though he knows that he's going to fall if he does it, but he does it anyway. It's Abraham you know, killing his son or whatever. You have to do it even though you have every reason not to do it. That's what makes faith strong. If you have every reason to do something, it's like, I'm doing, I'm worshiping Jesus because I feel so much better now. That's not faith. That's just self-interest. That's reason. Right. And so please don't, yeah, just don't try to use reason to justify your faith. If you want to have faith and believe something stupid, say, well, I believe it anyway. I've got respect for that. You acknowledge that it was stupid and you believe it anyway. Like, like Benjamin Franklin said, he said, how do you believe in logic and reason and religion at the same time? And he didn't even make any bones about it. You just do. You know, that's more a, a more respectful and unassailable position. You know, it's. I'm not sure Ben Franklin was a religious person. Yeah, he was. Some of the founding fathers weren't. I'm pretty sure he was. Uh, I'm not well read up on it, but. I, I actually. You know, playing this final um, Assassin's Creed, Assassin's Creed Three. I really need to start. I'm actually learning a lot of stuff about uh, the revolution and stuff, and it's it's all fascinating. But um, you know, yeah, the the pagan thing, and that's that's the point I was trying to make is that like, and I'm not trying to insult you know um, Jews or or Muslims or anybody, but they are a, a, a markedly uh, austere. And in in large part, at least the way I perceive it, austere and severe group of people. You know, they don't party. They don't. You know what I mean? That's just not part of their character, and which is fine. Not everybody's like that. But um, now that the, the modern Christians are that on steroids, they you know anything like that is sinful. 
you know, dancing or, or sensuality or any of that stuff. Well, that's all sinful. Why is it sinful to have fun? Why is it sinful to feel good? You know what I mean? Within reason, of course. Well, there's a lot of different, there's like a lot of diversity within the Christian umbrella. Sure. Some but, people are, are, appear to be very secular, mm-hmm. you know. Or, but you know what I mean. There's all kinds of liberal, progressive Christians out there, and all, you know all those. But you know, the, you know what I'm going to say. The, the traditional '50s ideal yeah. style of what it was to be a Christian. You know, very buttoned down, very you know, mm-hmm. you know, puritanical and square. You know what I mean? Church twice on Sunday, right. Wednesday, and you go to the guy's house and try to guilt him into coming to your house mm-hmm. and come to church or whatever. You you tell people that when bad things happen to you or people that you love, it's because you stopped going to church, right? You're a cunt. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, here's a Eric July, who's normally a very logical, rational person. You know, every now and then he goes full Jesus. It should have been me with the nails through my hands and feet facing the wrath of God. It should have been me left to pay for my sin, forsaken. But in the blood, I stand here. Born to die, he bore the fire of God's holy wrath on his shoulders. It's weird coming from him. Yeah, he, he goes all, he goes full Jesus like on Easter and Christmas. That's weird. Usually, it's comic books and, and if anybody like, and if anybody dissents with with that, it's like how can you be so logical? And he just does he doesn't respond. Um, I, I I don't know. I I think that. Like I was saying, yeah, that I actually another person who is an intelligent person is a Trump fan argues with me about stuff fairly often. But we had a discussion about climate change and he not having a position that was worth anything. And you guys probably saw this uh, resorted to, you know, it's in God's hands and, you know, and all this. And I was just like, God controls the temperature. And I said, um, no, he actually said, try to get cute, God controls the thermostat. I was like, um, no, he doesn't. And it is very dangerous. Dad does. Dad <laughs> controls the thermostat. <laughs> My dad's been dead for eight years. My mom has not touched the goddamn thermostat. But um, The sky daddy. It's like he... And I said, well, you know, it's a dangerous thing to ascribe, you know, the health of our planet to a deity. You know, they're not here. And you can't say that to them. They get they get upset. He's everywhere. It's like no, this is, is our responsibility. Is, if you read your holy God, book, is God going to do your dishes for you too, and get up to work for you, and go to work for Make you? Make your bed. Yeah, it's a miracle. You would laugh <laughs> if, you, if you said if you, if some if your son said, "Well, God's going to clean my room for me." Right. You'd be like, "That's ridiculous, son. You're exactly. living in a fucking fancy world." But if you do it, God, that's a great and, and apply it to your actions as an adult and your personal responsibility. Then all of a sudden you're well. That's a great metaphor. <laughs> that's, that's, that, that's an that's an argument right there. I'm going to use that. Is what I'm going to do. Um, yeah, but then we and then I, I just had to sit there and I was like, I'm not going to insult your faith, but you know. And I actually warned him. I said, and he took the ba- he took the warning. He he did not continue. I said, if this if this conversation continues, you will be offended. You know, so <laughs> he, <laughs> so he's like, yeah, let me bow out. So that's basically what happened. Um, Easter's weird because nobody cares about it except for the people that do care about it, and they, they care, care about, about it a lot. lot. Yeah, it's so stupid. I don't get it. But uh, I mean, I get it if you're into that. That's cool. But like. I don't know. I don't get it. Uh, I don't get it. I just like all the pay, uh, all the unadulterated pagan 
um, imagery that's all over it. The, the, the eggs, the rabbits, all that. You know why rabbits are there? Because rabbits are fertile and they fuck a lot. So that's one of the things, you know, that is a, a pagan thing. Hey, look, those animals fuck a lot. Let's get pregnant. Yeah. So, and this just so happens to be right at the beginning of springtime when they're all, when all the animals are fucking. Sure. And Including humans. We actually have a, that actually affects us in a small way, doesn't it? The springtime coming makes us more fertile. Yeah, your vitamin D yeah, levels been, go mm-hmm. up. You're eating lots more fresh food. You're getting I've clean. I've been chucking my DNA all over the place this spring. It's not going into anybody's ovaries. <laughs> but at a two mile radius, if you swab something and there a crime happens near there, They're I might be going down. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> think about it. You're if you're living in the if you're living in the fucking in the dark, wet, cold environment for four or five months, and and like. There hasn't been any real food for the for the last several of those months, and you've just been living off stored food in the form of like fucking rancid, blanched acorn flour and a little bit of fucking dried animals' blood and some beef jerky. Damn, and that's Stop, that's all that's hungry. all you have. <laughs> like it's not like oh man, you know. W- you know what, what am I going to eat today? It's like no. Let's go to the Applebee's. It's like, have you ever have you ever like ate something like I don't know, ate like a bunch of something. Like for me, it's like like pork ottomans. Like if I eat a bunch of like pork liver or something like that, like I like it when I eat it. But afterwards, I'm like, I don't really want to eat that again tomorrow, right? Right. Or the next day, or the next day, or the next day. <laughs> but I, eventually, I want to eat it again. Mm-hmm. Imagine not having that choice. It's like I have to eat pork liver today, and later today, and tomorrow, and for and the next three months. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm totally fucking sick of it, and I have to do that for months and months and months. And then all of a sudden, this thing happens, where he he did risen, and the sun. Starts getting brighter and higher in the sky and warmer and green shit starts to grow. Now all of a sudden I've got ramps, I've got onions, I've got dandelions of greens I can eat, I've got violet greens, violet flowers, uh, I've got fucking planted. I can go outside and then any th- you know ten square foot section of grass pick a salad for myself. And then there's also all these animals coming out, so there's a lot more game, a lot more things happening. Young animals too. I can any of the animals that I was farming that I could, you know, get through the winter. I can I can sacrifice and eat because we made it. And all of a sudden, you get this you get this vitamin D blast from all the sunlight. You get all this exercise blast from not being hi- hibernating. You get um, all this nutrition. It's happy springtime. And all this cleansy, all this super clean food and cleansy stuff. And that's really what the washing with the blood is. Washing clean is about your fucking gut is nasty from years of winter diet and mm. sitting on your ass and, and being fucking depressed. Right. And now you're coming out of that, and that's the he is risen thing, and that's that's what the whole symbolism is. He is weak. It's got nothing to do with some bearded dude <laughs> who got tortured by you know by the Roman Empire, and then all the, and now we're cl- the the sin is clean. I mean, or whatever. He but he's. He's God, but he's also the son of God, so he's both. And he's also a ghost. And the spirit, Holy Spirit. <laughs> um, anyhow, no, that's that's. but th- there really is meaning to this time of year. But it, it has to do with not being dead. Right. It doesn't have anything to do with your sins. Well, I mean, my, I've said that my favorite two points of year, par- parts of the year are spring and fall. You know, I despise summer. Winter's... Uh, I'm, I'm so I'm get, sweaty I'm get, in the summer. I'm getting not to like winter either. Yeah, but um you know, spring and, and fall Spring is such a They're both transformational You know, the world was dead Now it's living And also fall, which is odd It is dying now But there's so much harvesting And, you know, all that stuff And, and getting ready for that So we still have those cycles in us As as people And it's, you know It's very enjoyable I love springtime I planted a bunch of shit 
Why would you plant shit? I want shit plants. Hmm. I guess that's one reason to do something. Yeah. If, you, if you want shit plants. You plant shit. Yeah. Yeah. We ate sand. <laughs> you ate sand? We ate sand. <laughs> I didn't have no water. I got my goon crawled at, and I threw it in a pot. But now no water. It's like making popcorn. <laughs> um, that's raising Arizona. <laughs> um, no, I, I mean I love spring. I have uh, all my herbs are coming up now. Um, I was, I've been reading about like you were telling me that the wild things I can eat. I'm going to start eating dandelions and violets and all that stuff. And um, you know, just this health thing. You know, spring is very conducive to that, like you were saying. So. Um, you know, I planted a blackberry, another strawberry, another black, you know, another blackberry. Like I didn't learn my lesson with the first one, um, but uh, yeah, I really, it's just a great time of year. I'm hungry, but I don't know what I want to eat. You sound like a woman. You want Applebee's? Um, I'm kind of more in a cheddarzy mood, but I'm just not sure because. I kind of want the Olive Garden free breadsticks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Olive Garden breadsticks. You know how many of those fucking things I eat? I, I work there in Toledo, Ohio. I bet you eat 20, 30 a day. I Easily. Don't know, I Easily. don't know why I'm so tired. I just feel so run down all the time. All you eat is bread. I eat bread. And cheese. <laughs> Slathered in garlic butter. Chips. Bread. Chips. I love chips. I love chips things. are great, but have you ever set a chip on fire and seen what happens? Yeah, people use them for kindling. Yeah. <laughs> Salt and vinegar chips. Do favorite things. On kittens, bright and cats wearing mittens. Brown paper packages tied up with strings. These are a few of my favorite things. But Julie Andrews could eat a butt. I bet that's the first thing she did. She just shoved your dick out of the way and threw your legs in there and started eating your butt. I mean, not every time. Probably every time. Every time? Every time. Even if you hadn't showered yet. She just turned you over, put you in the baby-changing position, started munching on your crack. Get that stupid dick out of the way. Give me that I mean, butt. <laughs> Don't be a faggot. Eat my ass. <laughs> oh, God damn it, Chuck. Go ahead. Um, okay. Well, one of my favorite things was uh, the the point I made about pagans and the Easter and all that stuff. So that's gone. My other favorite thing is uh, I was looking for something to laugh at, and for some reason Caddyshack occurred to me. So I found an Al Chervik Running Dangerfield supercut. Of oh, <laughs> you need the cord? <laughs> yes, I do. It's tremendous. <clears throat> I love. <laughs> Speaking of uh, speaking of racist and all that stuff, that movie is so fucking racist. No, it's well, it's, it's a comedy. I know, but it, it, <laughs> I, and I'm not saying it in a bad way. It's hilarious, you know. Like when Spalding says uh, they're smoking that weed, and he's like, "Where'd you get this shit from, anyways?" Like. He's like, you don't know what you're talking about, man. I got this weed from a Negro. You don't even know. <laughs> you're probably so high right now, you don't even know it. Cut this weed from a Negro. That's hilarious. All right, let's see. I sent it to you, so I'm just going to. Here we go. This place is restricted, Wang, so don't tell me you're Jewish. Okay, fine. Oh, I can give me half a half dozen of those Vulcan D10s and set my friend up here with the whole schmear. Oh, this is the worst looking hat I ever saw. 
Well, you buy a hat like this, I'll bet you get a free bowl of soup. Huh? <laughs> and Ted Knight's wearing oh, it. Oh, it looks good on you, though. <laughs> hey, Whitey, where's your hat? <laughs> Let's go while we're young. Right, sir. Trying to tee off. I bet you slice into the woods a hundred bucks. Gambling is illegal at Bushwood, sir, and I... We're almost halfway there. Slice. Okay, you can owe me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking love Ronnie Dane. Four. <laughs> Fine shot. Ball hits him in the balls. <laughs> oh! oh! I should have yelled two. <laughs> Rocks? Are you kidding? When I was your age, I would lug fifty pounds of ice up five, six flights of stairs. Okay, that. I mean, you get the gist of it. One of my favorite lines is that. That kid is the Italian kid. He's actually Jewish in real life. Is carrying that bag like he is right now, and he says, "He's like, you know, for Italians, they call this skilled labor." <laughs> he just <laughs> says so much racist shit to everybody. <laughs> I love Ronnie Dangerfield. You know the story. We've probably talked about it before. He tried comedy in the fifties and sixties, and it just didn't work out. Mm-hmm. Took like fifteen years off and sold vinyl siding. Mm-hmm. And came back when he's in his fifties. Yeah, and it just worked. It clicked for him. Well, <laughs> and but he was, but that self confidence was lacking there too because in all these clips, you know, they're filming, and he's doing all these lines and nobody's laughing. Yeah, and he's freaking out and he's going up to uh, Harold Ramis. He's like, he's like, I'm bombing, I'm bombing. He's like, Rodney, they can't laugh. This is a movie set. <laughs> they're gonna hear it on the fucking playback. They can't laugh. I mean, he still it still bothered him that people weren't laughing. You yeah, know? yeah. So you know, and then there's also that infamous feud between him and Ted Knight. Like they despised each other. Really? Yeah. I mean, there was a lot of feuds on that set. There was, well, two. <laughs> there was that one, uh, two that we know of anyway. There was that one, and then there was the Bill Murray Chevy Chase feud. They did not like each other at all. Um, because they had gotten into a fist fight not long before the filming. Who won that? Chevy Chase is a big guy. Bill Murray won it. Really? Bill Murray's a tough. He's a Chicago Irish kid. You he's know, a street tough. He comes from a huge Irish family. All they did was fight. So yeah. he was all of his brothers, and yeah. they're all like, big men. You like know, seventy of them. <laughs> There's a lot, and then none of them are handsome. No, he has one <laughs> handsome brother that was in Scrooged, but um, yeah, it's uh, it's just a it's it's the quintessential eighties uh, gross out slobs versus snobs comedy. I fucking love it. I love everything about that fucking movie. And I'm gonna it's so fucking funny. As soon as I get my new card, I'm gonna buy it, buy it, and put it on fucking digital on Amazon for everyone to enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I'm gonna be the only one watching it. No, I've so. I've probably watched it three times this year. Oh, have you? Yeah, it's just one of those ones you turn on if you want to take a nap. Sure, you just throw something on that I've seen it a to... dozen times before. And I... but even then, sometimes you just bust out laughing because yeah. it's funny as fuck. It is so funny. It's a joke a minute. <laughs> Last time I saw him, I was like, that had a hook in it. (laughs) (laughs) Just constant fucking zingers that whole fucking time. I did that to a guy this week. Uh, He was wearing like a pastel colored uh, polo shirt at work. He's one of the salesmen Mm -hmm. that rarely make an appearance amongst us troglodytes. Sure. I was like, oh, hey, man. That shirt come in men's sizes? (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Uh, I love zinging him like that. Let him know. I'm going to start Rodney Dangerfield and people at work. (laughs) Give him the old old RD. (laughs) (laughs) It's fun to zing people like that. You can use that one on anybody. Sure. Like the shoes. Oh, those come in men's sizes? (laughs) Just shit shit like that. Anything, especially people that are overly masculine that are gay jokes. (laughs) 
Like the, the, we're allowed to wear shorts at work, and there's this guy that he's wearing shorts. I was like, God damn, look at them calves! Jesus Christ, my pants are getting tied over here. Get out of here! That's awesome. <laughs> One of my favorite ones though is the kid zings in back. The the Italian kid, he's he's bartending at the fucking country club. He's like, Hey, can you make a bull shot? You make a shoe smell. Ha ha ha! Funny kid, funny kid. What time you do back in Boys Town? <laughs> Uh, Boys Town. You ever heard the story of that? Uh, it's like really terrible. Yeah, it was a. Uh, it's in Nebraska, I think. It, it was a. Uh, it was just like a place where the pedophiles would go and pick up kids. Neat. Yeah. It was supposed <laughs> yeah. to be like a shelter or like a, a program, but it was just yeah. predators. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It's great, John. Favorite things besides sexual predators. Besides human trafficking. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, captivating. Yeah. <laughs> Any fight stuff this week? <laughs> no, I, I I haven't been going because I've had that. I've had, had the cold. I've had the cold. I don't want to spread it, so I've been off from the fighting. But that'll change on Monday. Is your favorite thing perhaps just having a cold? No. But um, I, I mean, I really I felt fine. I really haven't felt bad. Um, what was my favorite thing? Did you do anything? Did you see anything? Did you hear any new music? No. Any not. old music that might have caught your ear no. for the first time? Any? Uh, did you find a, a good video to jack it to? Or mm. A good memory? Did you pull up a good memory and crank one out? Uh, a, mem- a memory jack? No. I mean, I, that's I frequently do those, but um, I mean, I rewatched. Um, I rewatched season seven of Game of Thrones. Leading up to the episode tonight, yeah, and um, that was pretty fun. I can see how. Okay, look, I remembered like a lot of the things about it, like little, um, all the things that have changed. Just some of the stuff we talked about on the show last time. Now mm-hmm. that now that they've totally they're totally running with it, not being book based anymore. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't I don't know if I have like a real point, but that was a favorite thing was watching that. It's always good to rewatch things. Like I, yeah. I think I told you guys off air last week that I think I want to rewatch it in its entirety after it's over mm-hmm. again for the third time and catch all the things I missed on my second viewing, and then maybe do it a fourth time to catch everything I missed because you're going to miss shit. Yeah, I don't understand people who watch things once and think they get it. I mostly do that, but you can't do that with Game of Thrones. Nah, it's too much. I don't it's too much you, complexity. I don't think you can do it with anything. Yeah. I'm, Something well, um, Anchorman. I think <laughs> one time around, you pretty much got yeah, it. You get it. Yeah, um, <laughs> I still watch it every chance I get, but but you still you're not you're not able to pick up all the nuance and all the little. That's true. The little subtle jokes and little tone of voice things is like you, like I learned like you know I don't listen to a song like if I'm listening to a piece of music right I don't, I don't like process it like a fucking MIDI file. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's like all kinds of subtleties in there, like the way the violin violin has kind of a scratchy sound here, and it kind of you know, or the or you know the way that the the way that the guitar sounds here, or the way that you know he enunciates this word and it's a little bit off key or whatever. There's all these little subtle things in there that give it meaning. People that don't rewatch things don't give a fuck about that, and I don't understand it. Sure. Well, with music especially, too. I mean... Uh, well, a film is the same, is like even more stimulus. There's even more things to pick up on because it's an audio track and a visual track. Right. 
And but I don't. So know. it's even more true of rewatching movies that you would pick up more, get more subtlety, more meaning, more character, more personality, more, more insight about about whatever it is about the thing that you find funny or meaningful or interesting. Repetition is like the only, one of the only free lunches in life. No matter what you're doing, if you're writing poetry, you're writing music, you're you know writing a book. You're, you're, you're exercising, whatever it is. Repetition is one of the only free, is a free lunch. Mm-hmm. Because any, no matter what you're doing, you're doing jujitsu, you can't just, oh, I'm, I, I trained this uh, back take on one time in, you know, November. You got it. In, November, <laughs> in November of 2017. Now it's part of my glad that I Glad that I know that. <laughs> Let's never do it again and hope I can pull it out whenever I need it. Yeah. It's, it's the same type of thinking I apply to everything I do. It's like sometimes you, you really have to repeat things to get. That's the way our brains work. It's through repetition. You don't, you know, forming forming new neural pathways. And you want those neural pathways. If you want them to work well, they got to be deep. And in order for them to be deep, they have to be walked on a bunch of times. It's like the with the doing the yoga. Like I can't just do do it one time and never watch the videos again to companion me doing it because mm-hmm. I won't I won't get it. I won't remember to do the thing the little things that make it work better. You know. Like I watched Game of Thrones I watched season 7 with some ex-friends At the time I watched it they weren't ex-friends But they're ex-friends now Last year And um, I had all this th- all these things to say All these insights before the show, after the show, during the show And they were like just dumbfounded, fascinating like, How do you know all this stuff about the show? How, do you, how can you think about all these How can you have all these theories? And it was like Because I've watched it a bunch of times I watched some YouTube videos on it And I actually think about it Mm-hmm I put effort into it because it's more interesting to me. The more effort I put in, the more I get out of it. And you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it, it's the thing that grows. It's not like I want. It's like uh, how can you not have all these th- <laughs> have all these theories and ideas and thoughts and information right. about? How can you not know that that you know? By at this point, how can you not know who Rhaegar Targaryen is at this point? Yeah, you fucking some, idiot. some people don't. You some fucking don't. idiot. Who's that? I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? He's one of the cruxes of the story. He's the reason like, the rebellion started. Do you do you even deserve to watch this show? <laughs> <laughs> um, I will say this. Um, there is this, uh, you know, flow theory by the Russian person. He he, he went into repetition. With music and stuff and, and trying to pick out You know Try to think of it uh, Listen to it in a different way Like try to pick out one instrument And follow that instrument Throughout the Throughout the piece Or you know just mm-hmm. Or even take it into its entirety But think about it in a different way Yeah um, You know Show would be like that too And I started Talking with a friend about You know About it last night And you know She's big into it And We started Started talking about um, Sword names And you know, I, I love that. You know, just the 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 pithy names people give their weapons. You know, it's 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 fun. You know, yeah. Like uh, I said, my my favorite one was Dark Sister, but it's not. That's a great name. That was Visenya Targaryen sword. But my favorite one is Lady Forlorn. That's that's a great fucking weapon name. Whose is that? That was uh one of the Corbrays who was uh from the from the Vale. I can't remember actually who who it was, but he uh, he fought. The king, he he fought Mager the Cruel, and it, the the centerpiece of the battle battle was Dark Sister and Lady Forlorn crashing into each other. You know what I mean? Just because they, they were both excellent swordsmen. So you know, and then uh, the one 
Sam took his heart's bane that's been in the the Tarly family for a thousand years, you know. Um, Ice, which is now gone, is now um, Oathkeeper and um, it really was a wi- widow's whale. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what did he call it? <laughs> I love Tarly. She was the best. <laughs> um, yeah, and they're and the and the Valyrian steel weapons are very rare, and you know, but but even in our own cultures, in our own planet, you know, in uh, Logan that or the Wolverine that uh, Japanese lady pulled this sword out and started to announce it. She says, "This weapon is called the Separator." You know, <laughs> and I and I try to put that in my own writing. You know, I named one sword uh, the Blind, and then I named one of them uh, Necessary. And one of them was named Trevor. <laughs> Jim, Jim the sword, um, uh, the thirsty one. That was one of the 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 one. Hacky McSlash Slash. <laughs> Watch your fingers. <laughs> ooh, ooh, sharp. Ooh, sharp, sharp, sharp. No, sharp. but yeah, you're absolutely right. Like, um, you know, listen to music. I'll I'll get a song, and you know I do this, and just listen to it over and over. And well, I've got one I'm going to play here in a second that you're probably going to do that with. Okay. Um, are you done? I can be done. You don't have to be. I've been listening to a lot of Tyler Childers here in the last couple of days. He's the guy from Kentucky that barely mentions Kentucky in his songs. It's almost all West Virginia when he, when he mentions anywhere. And um, he's got this song that I just heard yesterday called Charleston Girl. It is the As best. From Charleston. Yeah, from it is the best song I've ever heard about West Virginia. And it is, uh, it's fucking hilarious. And this is it. Takes it. He's a ginger. He's ginge. Charleston girl, I like it already. Room, and you don't know her like I do. Took the fire escape to her room and got stone raging blind. Left my money in the trusting hands of them old steel brothers in a fast craft band. One day I'm gonna drive up there and give them half my mind. Sound like her jaw is broke She's working hard to make some sense But she ain't got a dime I wish to God that I could help her out I wish I knew what she was talking about I wish to God that I could get away But I'm way too drunk to drive All I know is that when I'm good and sober I'm leaving West Virginia for a while Fucking love it. It's fucking amazing. There's the thing. All these local dudes are complaining about this guy. Like, I'm Why? fucking tired of tra- tra- Tyler Childers. Blah, blah. You're just jealous. This guy's good. Yeah, he's, he's really good. better than you. He's that's this is he's from here. He's from just across the river. I mean, he's from Kentucky. Like, that's the best line. Charleston girl, raven hair, bloodshot eyes, and skin so fair. It's fucking great. But um, they're complaining about this guy. Like he's a hack. He's not a fucking hack. You could there was a, a festival yesterday at some brewery. You could have fucking thrown a grenade and killed half the hacks in the fucking state. This guy's not a hack. <laughs> I, can t- I can promise you that. I've been doing it for a long time. I don't think I'm a hack. Some people might, but this guy's not. Yeah, I'm. I'm obsessed with that song. I'll be listening to it 50 times a day. 
but yeah, they're complaining about him because he's good. And all, of course, as happens, whenever a new guy comes around and it kind of catches all the open mic guys are taking turns playing a song at the open mics. They're, that's what they do. I did it. Everybody did it. But all the they're all just complaining. Fuck, fuck you. He's good. The songs are good. It's but this one really caught my ears. It's half of it is because he mentions West Virginia, but it's just good. The melody's good. The fucking lyrics. That's a great song. I don't know. The but the complaining. Come on, guys. Do better. I mean, you're gonna have that in anything. I know. I recently. I hate doing that. I was recently told, I, 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 I can't, anyway, um, that there was a rumor going around not long ago that I was on steroids. Uh. I'm like, no. And you started that rumor. <laughs> I did. <laughs> no. no, and I and I was kind of amused by it. I was like, no, I, I know guys that take steroids, and I'm not one of them, you know. And it's just, it's probably somebody that was, you know... Maybe jealous of the fact that I have a work ethic and I really try at it. You know what I mean? It was probably probably none of that. It was probably just something somebody said off the cup. Oh, ha, 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 steroids. Ha, 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 well, they, maybe. maybe. Uh, but then someone said, oh, he said steroids. And with respect to his mentions, therefore, I'm going to repeat that. Sure. And that's how... May, that, you're right. That's how people I just, do things. I mean, I don't think people... I'm, people don't really think about each other that much. Uh, I'm learning. <laughs> okay. I mean, right? I mean, most yeah, people, right. Right. people right. don't really think about each other. You, 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 think. you just hear a thing like, oh, well, yeah, I guess Chuck's on steroids. You know? Yeah. I mean, there, uh, one time my brother was in a really bad car accident and went around that I was with him and I died. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, stuff gets. Matt crazy Kaiser stuff. was shocked to see me because he thought I'd die. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, no, I wasn't even with him. <laughs> they thought I was in the car with him and I died and he was in terrible shape. No. I had fallen in a, in a fire earlier that week, and I had burns all over my legs and my ass, mm. but I was drunk. But I didn't, yeah, that went around that I was dead for a minute, and then I showed up at Save-A-Lot to talk to Matt, and he was like, oh, Jesus, I thought you were dead. Was it? Tremendous. Was it three days later? <laughs> <laughs> I am the Christ child. <laughs> it might have been about three days later. I can't wait to see Trump's Jesus Eastery post. See oh, what, God. Where, see where what, the pastel It's going to be great. It's going to be great. Whatever it is. Uh, Get those eggs. Spread the eggs out so the kids can do it. Eggs are fun. Fucking idiot. Tremendous. He's probably never eaten an egg in his life. <laughs> Not a real one. <laughs> Cadbury. He's eating lots of Cadbury eggs. <laughs> he just Fat cracks a can of Cadbury and fries a Cadbury. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also having rabbit hunch, and it's a fucking... <laughs> Chocolate bunny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a uh, piece of shit! I just don't. I, I don't like that the some of the local guys that we know, we know, we know, are complaining about a guy like him, who who just did it a lot and got really good. And because I've heard his earlier stuff, it's not as good. It's okay, yeah. But you know, you hit a zone or something, and you catch and. You're, you're friends with some Jason Isbells or some Sturgill Simpsons. Sure. And <laughs> things tend to work out. Most of it's a yourself. lot of it's luck. You know, it's just Oh, luck. it is. So, 100%. You know, there are plenty of great, amazing musicians who write amazing songs that never, ever, never, you never hear their you name. Never uh, hear them. Billy Corgan said it best in, in one of the songs on Melancholy in the, in the Infinite Sadness. He said, love, it's who you know. 
That's true. Yeah. That is true. Um, yeah, that, that song is one of my favorite things. Um, I watched uh, the new season of True Detective on a- on HBO. HBO. And it's uh, that's a fucked up show, man. Fucking Stephen Dorff came back. Stephen Dorff. The Dorff. The Dorff. He's like a little guy. He's been trying to. He's kind of got a gut. and he, <laughs> He's been trying to make Fetch happen for 30 years. <laughs> he's good, though. He's real good. He's, not a, he's a good actor. It's set in Arkansas, and he, he gets that whole thing down. Mm. And then there's the, the black guy who's, who plays the other detective is tremendous. Mm. And I forget his name. It's hard to pronounce. Well, I, Stephen Dorff is. He's one of those guys that it was the rebel Christian Slater thing. Only Christian Slater had done it first. So he kind of didn't get taken serious. I think that's that's my take on it. I think he's you probably know. a better actor than Christian Slater. I would say he probably is. Because Stephen Dorff has been in lots of stuff and he is he's done a good job. So some just like anything else, man, some actors act their whole lives. I mean, you look at Hume Cronin and Jessica Tandy. They were not stars in their youth. It took their age until they were and then they were knocking out of the park. Morgan Freeman. Right. Yeah, yeah. He was on fucking electric. Yeah, company. easy reader. I mean, it was <laughs> it, it, it really depends on, you know, what the taste of the of the of the time is. I mean, and Game of Thrones wouldn't have worked in another decade. It just wouldn't. It would have it would have been bad. Like it, it, it just it needed to happen now, not just because the CGI happened, but, but but because people commit to it. They commit to the story ideas and the form. You can't make that into a movie. It has to be a show. It's just too big, you know. So, you know, and the Lord of the Rings movies. They had tried so far, so long to get that off the ground. The Beatles were trying to do it. You know, all me, all kind of people were trying to do it, and it took Peter Jackson to really be ambitious and say, "We can do this, and here's how we're going to do it," and be uncompromising. Didn't they three film? movies We're not filming one We're not filming two We're filming three At once Exactly We stayed in New Zealand And you're going to give me A hundred million dollars And They did And that's one of my Favorite stories When you know They just They they really Gambled On that Big time New Line gambled On that so big And won So big So I'm trying to think Of another favorite thing Perhaps I don't really have any Oh I got to call A Shane Douglas match Last night At the, at the wrestling show Did you get to talk to him I, I could have. I just didn't. I, I just like kinda, him. He was, I a kept nice, he was a really nice guy. He uh, had a good little match with. Did you call him, him the dynamic? Of dude? course I did. <laughs> I absolutely. This dynamic dude. He cut. He cut a scathing promo at the beginning. <laughs> he was cussing. Said, "I don't give a shit. I don't give a f- like about this." And and then he said, "Let's get this match underway." Through the mic. Then I said, "My God, what a dynamic dude Shane Douglas is." <laughs> <laughs> oh shit I couldn't not do it I had to do it I Well you them. said you were going to do it <laughs> I, I said that I, that I was going to do it And I did it You are a man They can cut word. it if they want to <laughs> I hope it makes him so mad He's never going to watch it I know I'm just... He's never going to see it I hope it makes him mad Next time there's heat between you guys Oh yeah Me and him have a program <laughs> He's a little bit old I know But I'm just saying It would be so funny so You just start a feud With a fucking Over the, the, the hill announcer's feud, The announcer who's bigger And stronger than all yeah. Most of the wrestlers Anyway Yeah I get asked if I'm one By the little kids I'm, No Absolutely not It's happened to me once um, But uh It was fun I had a good time Calling the matches With uh, Andy Frampton Bronco uh, Swanson Bronk I call him Bronk And it annoys him Is he the heel yeah, and you're the you're the face. Yeah, okay. We. Uh, he, I wish I could have done it. You guys could have used a little um, Charles Vanderhoff in there. To he uh, he always takes the sides of the bad guy. He has a heterosexual crush 
on Kev Kevin Tyler. Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, man, Kevin Tyler. Man. Did you go too? No, not last no. night. But he, you went to the one before, and Kevin Tyler is a specimen, no doubt about it. Definitely. And he's always, uh, did he rail on Kirk Blackman? Yes. <laughs> Kirk Blackman. Even when we weren't filming. Like, <laughs> <laughs> there's little kids running around. The little kids got in the ring after to get bundles when they uh, won the television ch- t- championship and little kids in the ring. And he's like, what are all those Kirk Blackman's doing in the ring? <laughs> 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 he comes out here and all of his little classmates are they're cheering him on. <laughs> <laughs> These little Kirk Blackmans. Oh shit! Well, that's the for people that don't know. Kirk Blackman is a small in stature wrestler. He's like the the ultimate underdog. Yeah, and he has to uh, to fight to win. And he's kind of like, little. He's five foot six, one hundred forty five, hundred fifty pounds. Jesus. Yeah, he's he's a smaller guy. I was thinking Smokey. I was thinking Smokey C was undersized. Well, Smokey C's tall, but he's just skinny. Yeah, he could, he didn't show up last night because it was four twenty. <laughs> so they're shitting me, right? No, they had to rearrange the card. I'm sure everybody was fucking mad. <laughs> no, because it was four twenty, and his name's Smokey C. It's his whole gimmick is being stoned. So that, that doesn't matter. He could have acted like he was stoned in the ring. He could have, but he didn't. <laughs> he didn't That's show terrible, up. horrible professionalism, <laughs> Smokey C. <laughs> I said one guy looks I like him too Looks like he's uh, From the Where the wild things are Because he really did I'm going to see if I can look him up His name's Drex Dyer I hope it doesn't piss him off I don't really care What's he going to do Um Let me see Google real quick See what I can come up with Mm-hmm No, no I can't find a picture of this motherfucker Never mind but I had some lines, some quips. There was a, a hot uh, lady wrestler named Max the Impaler. She was very intimidating. Like six foot tall almost. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. But yeah, that was fun. Getting to call a uh, Shane Douglas match. One of the um, one of the greats of all time. One of the goats. Anyway, is he really one of the goats? I mean, he threw the NWA championship in the trash. That's awesome. That's a moment, you know. And he was a dynamic dude. He threw it in the trash, like actually, like he quit the company. It was whenever it was Eastern Championship Wrestling, and they were taking on the NWA because mm-hmm. the NWA had been dead for a few years. And, and it was Jim ECW. Cornette was bringing it back, right? It wasn't Jim Cornette. It was Paul Heyman and the the governing body of the NWA. They were going to award the Eastern Championship Wrestling. The NWA title And Shane Douglas Acted like he was Excited to Because he just won The tournament or whatever To mm-hmm. win the NWA title And he acted like He was excited And then he goes And gets a trash can And said This is an Eastern Championship Wrestling And he th- throws it in the trash This is extreme Fucking championship wrestling And he, and they changed the name And that's how ECW was born ECW ECW <laughs> Chairs Barbed wire All the stuff That's awesome I mean And that's kind of like A Game of Thrones moment Right there uh, Some kind of uh, other, you know, force trying to trying to say that you're not legitimate until you take on our. And the thing about thing, it, you know, the officials from the NWA did not know he was going to do that. They were very angry. <laughs> were they? Paul Heyman knew he was going to do that. Paul Paul oh, Dangerous. Shit. So it was a whole thing. Heat. Fuck you. We're doing our own thing, and they had a for seven years or whatever. They were the third biggest company. Yeah, which was a big deal and. Launched some careers. Oh yeah, you got the Dudleys, Tommy Dreamer, fucking Samoa Joe, Samoa Joe, um, 
Rob Van Dam. Rob Van Dam. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Sabu. Mm-hmm. Oh shit! New Jack. Who actually stabbed a man? Stabbed, in the he's killed multiple people, and because he was a bounty hunter, he killed people. Yeah, you're allowed to kill people if you're a bounty hunter. If they try to kill you, damn, you kill them first. <laughs> Yeah, brother. Yeah, dude. <laughs> we should do that. New Jack was Get a real busy. motherfucker. There's something called the mass transit incident where a, an underage kid said he he was a good worker, and then they found out that he wasn't, and they just beat the fuck out of him and put him through tables and had him all bloodied up. That's one of the and stories. He died. No, he didn't die. Oh. He's just some big fat kid that wanted to be a wrestler and never, and instead of going and training, he talked himself up, and they were like, okay. Oh my god, that's okay. terrible! Get in there, and his dad was involved with it, and said, "Yeah, he's he's great. He's been training for you, never, never train." And then they stick him in there with New Jack. They knew what they were doing. I don't understand <laughs> people that do that. Like, I just saw a video. You know, I'm into these bogus martial arts guys, and this guy said he claimed he was a real ninja and he fought an MMA fighter and got the bejesus fucking kicked out of him. It was ugly. I'm like, why would you? Why would you do that? I don't know. I mean, some people, it's like, it's like fucking, it's a, it's a psychosis. Like with uh, fucking... Charlie Zelenoff. Charlie Zelenoff. He's going to end up getting killed one of these days. Hey, you, you shut up about Charlie Z. He's the best fighter in the world. Pandemic power. Un, 163 and 0. Undefeated, baby. It's actually at 300 and some or 400. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I mean, if you punch out enough pizza delivery, man. <laughs> <laughs> they never see it coming. Why are you not ready? Or enough or enough guys who are that you just pulled off the rowing machine at Planet Fitness <laughs> convince them to glove up. But I have to hand it to him. Sometimes he'll pick a dude that look, just looks like a badass and probably is. He says, oh, we're just going to do a little light sport. And then he'll really try to tag him. And sometimes it don't work out. Like... Sometimes the guy takes the gloves off, like man, fuck this, you know, because he doesn't he doesn't want to have to kill the guy, right? You know? exactly. If he does that to a jujitsu guy, jujitsu guy will take him down and make him look like a hoe, then choke him out and leave him there. All right, I you wish know? he would do that. Well, he was going to be a he has he has done that with, a f- with with a couple guys, and they'll just take him down, take his back, and roll around with him, slap him on the head, and <laughs> oh, Charlie, yeah, they'll just play with him. <laughs> You, you silly bastard! It, you with uh, grappling and jujitsu, you can you can make somebody look like a bitch without doing any physical harm. Mm-hmm. You can, oh yeah, I'm a, you can squeeze their neck a little bit. The make them go one night day night. that I've experienced <laughs> that I can really see that because <laughs> it was. I'm, I'm really wanting to go again. Um, Do it then Wednesday and Thursday. I'm I have off, so you have Thursday off. Mm-hmm. You know it comes out Thursday. Fucking uh, in game, baby. Yeah, we won't be able to get in. It's gonna be sold out. You're probably right. I wonder if they have. We an, can try. Do they have an early showing? Every show, and that, we're talking about a, a, a generational phenomenon with this movie. We really are. I will. Uh, I'll probably wait till Saturday or Sunday to watch it because I don't want to go when it's going to be that packed. I don't want to go to the super late show either. Shit, I want to go when it's packed. I want to be. I mean, that's going to Star Wars when it was packed like that was so it's much kind of cool. Yeah, so much energy in the room, and I mean, if it's a good crowd, everybody applauds whenever the ba ba. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> depends on it depends. It's just like all live things. It depends on the crowd. Mm-hmm. You can have a crowd full of like a really shitty crowd of Canadians who just sit there. <laughs> they're fucking Japanese. Oh. <laughs> They're not allowed. With they, their, they can't make noise with they, their bobbly heads. They're getting better. The Japanese. I remember watching wrestling. Flappy heads. A, whenever it was in front of a Japanese crowd back in the eighties and nineties, and 
they would they were quiet. They would not chant. But if there was a good exchange of moves, you know how they do an exchange and it'll be a stalemate, and then the two guys will stand across from each other. They'll they'll applaud. Yeah, yeah. And they do the, they did the same thing with MMA, but now the Japanese crowds are getting a little bit more raucous. They're they're getting Americanized a little. Well, that's bit. cool in a way, I guess. I mean, um, speaking of watching things again and tying this into into Avengers, go back and watch Avengers uh, Infinity War. And, or him, he's never seen it. I don't think. Well, well, anybody, anybody, and anybody listen. They reference Game of Thrones. No, no, no. They reference that this has happened before. The time stone is going to factor into this because Thanos. Thanos has said, "I've I've done this." You know, it, they pronounced really, Thanos. <laughs> they really kind of slipped it in on us. Said, "You know, I I let my my destiny go once. I can't do it again." So he's done. He's done this before, and then he says at the beginning, "I know what it feels like to." To lose, to feel that you're so right, and and to lose anyway. He's done this before. This is repeating itself. Tony Stark knows it too. Tony Stark is aware of this loop that they're in. I guarantee it in some fashion. That's why it's driving him crazy. He said he's been in my head for six years. Tony is aware. Mm. So it's it might have to it might hinge on the fact that Tony has to die for this. To, he he might be the tether that this this that this has to happen. So. You know, I, I, Tony's going to die. Cap, uh, St- Captain America's going to die. I mean, that's that's a definite. Yeah, he's become which like is, a real movie star, which is kind of just like a joke before, right? Like, w- which is weird because not weird, but sad because they're getting ready to introduce the X Men into the into the larger uh, MCU, and one of the best knockdown dragons of all time always is Wolverine versus Captain America. Who wouldn't fucking pay to see that? I'm not even talking about Hugh Jackman Wolverine. They can recast him. Even though, man, Hugh Jackman's perfect. He 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 is Wolverine. Does he have a son that could play him? Scott Eastwood could play him. Oh, Clint Eastwood's boy. Mm-hmm. Scott Eastwood could play him. Uh, there's been talks that Joe Rogan. Well, uh, Joe Rogan. Yeah. He wouldn't do it. He wouldn't do it. I mean, he he knows his acting chops aren't up to aren't up to par. He's a fine actor. Uh, no, it, it, for some things, yes. But comedic, yes. Um, the one that's been banned, that's been tossed tossed around is um, Tom Hardy. He's the Tom Hardy. He is would be ideal for Wolverine. <laughs> yeah. He's got the tough guy thing. He's not. He's actually will satisfy the the more purest comic book nerds because he's not large. Because he's short and wide. Yeah, and he's and he just imagine him chomping a cigar with the hair and all that shit. He's fucking perfect. I think he'd go for it. He's already in the MCU as a, or at least Marvel as a Venom. Did you watch it? No, you watch Venom. I'm not going to. That looks like a piece of shit fucking movie. Why would I want a Venom movie with no Spider-Man references? Why would I want to watch that? That's just know. dumb. I mean, it, it could work in some ways, but that gives me no context. That gives me nothing. You know, that can work some ways, but not in a movie like that. Logan has. Logan is like that where where things are apropos of nothing and they don't connect to other X Men stories except for the the Wolverine itself and it's tremendous. It's the best comic book movie. So it's just an opinion. The best comic book movie? Yes. Better than the Shazam movie from nineteen seventy two. The Captain America so. movie from nineteen eighty five. Have you ever He's seen on his motorcycle? <laughs> Have you ever seen clips of that? In his spandex With suit? Matt Salinger. I love Matt Salinger because they interviewed him about it, and he is so amused by the whole thing. He's like, oh, it was terrible. It was just awful. Yeah. That's the J- old, it's J.D. Salinger's son. Like the old Thor and uh, Hulk crossover movie. Daredevil. From back then. Oh, it was awful. The Daredevil so movie, the one with... Netflix. No, no, no. The, the, that movie was actually not bad. Um, 
No, they had Daredevil in that mix too with with the TV movie with Thor and, and the Incredible Hulk. I love that. And he was in a black like ninja type suit. It was fucking stupid. It was just terrible. The guy that played Thor looked like Dauber from. The <laughs> <laughs> he did. SpongeBob. <laughs> that is. It is him, Patrick. <laughs> you didn't know that? <laughs> Do now. I never put two and two together, but one hundred percent is. It really is him. Um. I'm excited for the the Avengers thing. I'm, I'm excited for the Spider Man movie that comes out later. Homecoming? No, uh, Far From Home. Right? Far From Home. Yeah, it's going to be. That's going to be something. I mean, don't, don't they go into space? No, the MCU is just going to keep cranking them out. But what I'm afraid of is that that dynamic with Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Evans and all that stuff that's going to be lacking. They're uh, much as I like Brie Larson as Captain Marvel, I really do like her. She does a great job. She is not going to be able to carry it. I'm sorry. It's the trailer, right? I mean, it's it's just something, and not because she's a woman. It's just something about it that's different. It's because she doesn't have a penis. It's not because she's a woman. <laughs> well, the, the balls. That's where all, that's that's where the power lies. Right. The balls. Yeah. That's both. It's the it's the holy tri, the, oh, the, the holy, holy trilogy. trinity. Of, <laughs> it's the penis, left ball, right ball, in that order. Father, Son, Holy Ghost. <laughs> <laughs> the taint <laughs> The taint's the landing strip yeah. For the whole thing <laughs> <laughs> That's where the power exudes <laughs> Oh fuck uh, You wanna do some umbrage I guess but shit Shut the fuck up You shut up I've been taking acidophilus Which is a probiotic I've been taking great shits lately I really need to get into that. The kratom is really. I got a bottle. I'll give plug me up. Faster. It's not as bad though. You can get a bottle of uh, of the um, that's the Rite Aid brand Acidophilus. Buy one, get one for a dollar. It's probably like low low quality, but it's been helping my my tuchus, my shits. That's what this is all about. Taking good shits. That's that's why we started this show to talk about our shits. Share your umbrage. My umbrage this week is not necessarily Trump, although it's Trump involved. It's Sarah Sanders having. They've released all the documents and her saying that she lies on TV, and then she goes on TV and claims she didn't lie. She was being for, she was being threatened with criminal prosecution for lying to the FBI, and then she said, "Yeah, I, did, I, I didn't mean that. It's a slip of the tongue." And then she goes back on TV and lies again. And not only that, but then you have people like Jim Jordan and cunts like that who go in there and think Trump has won, which he has, and, and they're just so fucking smug. And, and shitty about the whole fucking thing. That's my umbrage. I really... I don't want him to be impeached because he's going to win that way, too. It's a martyrdom. Yeah. So... But I'm just... I just cannot stand the the, the fucking hypocrisy, hypocrisy and the smugness. It's just so nauseating after a fucking while, you know? I mean, there's Jim Jordan. There's that fucking idiot that was with him. There's, you know... There's oh, Hannity. There's, you know, all these fuckers that... They're just awful human beings, you know. 
And that's it. I don't know Jim Jordan. What's his deal? He's from Ohio. He's a fucking senator. He's a piece of garbage. All you had to do was say he's from Ohio. I get it. He's yeah, a Republican re- piece of shit. From the rest of it's redundant. He's <laughs> <laughs> <It's> a FIFO, <laughs> fucking Buckeye piece of shit. Have you noticed that Ohio people are more like Suckeye, right? Yeah, there you go. Um, they're like some of the worst people in the in the whole country. Like they're arrogant and stupid, and but they but yet they have financial backing too. They're like the worst the worst part of West Virginians, except with money. <laughs> No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't compare them to any part of West Virginia. They're just different. I don't know. You ever? You, we've all run into those really bad West Virginians who are just really stupid and bigoted and and. Uh, yeah, but even they'll wave at you. <laughs> That's fair. And even that they, is a, and that they, is a and fair even, thing. Even then, they know what the fucking left lane is for. <laughs> <laughs> Piece of shit. And they can. And they can actually. Uh, Ohio people are very standoffish. Like they're very unfriendly. You know, yeah. extremely unfriendly. Yeah, they don't. You know, even amongst the, in the, even in their own families. Like I've noticed, they they don't like hugging. They don't like doing all that stuff. It's like, where is your affection? What is, what is going on here? You know, it's weird. It is weird living up there, especially as a West Virginian, is very jarring. And I met good people. Don't get me wrong; there were nice families that I did like. But by and large, they were the exception rather than the rule. Most of them were awful fucking people. Yeah, I mean, we're making. The rash general generalizations here, but they're accurate generalizations. <laughs> <laughs> Vague and true. <laughs> Vrew. <laughs> What's well, the magic of a generalization? It's, you know, when you say generalization, you're acknowledging that it's not true of everyone. Right. But it's true of most people. Mm-hmm. Any other umbrage? John, you got anything you want to blather on about? Let's talk about people from Ohio. Okay, <laughs> that's a, that is that is a rich subject. Fucking who, who, target rich environment. Let's talk about people from Ohio who push Easter on other people. <laughs> <laughs> is that the person you're thinking? While of? <laughs> while going slow in the left lane, <laughs> or passing in the right lane, they do both. Throwing out fucking Easter eggs when they're in the fucking in the lane. I want an Easter egg. I want an Easter. I want Easter egg. I want Easter egg. Did I send that to you? No, but I've seen it a million times. I said it to I, I thought I sent it to you. I said no, it I, don't, to, I don't know. I ignore your messages sometimes. Sure. <laughs> Is that hurtful? No. <laughs> I don't really ignore your messages. I really don't care. <laughs> Even if you did, I don't care. Um, no, I mean, I remember a guy uh, who, who hung out at the bar, had his fingers ripped off in like a lathe or something like that. You know, it was terrible, awful thing. And he got really... I never missed a day of work. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't really one of those guys, but he 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 got a hooked on pain pills and was drinking and had a really rough time of it. And all his friends, his so called friends, shit on him. Just said ah, things are tough all over. You know, I don't, I don't want to hear you complain. It's like, what are you fucking kidding me? This guy's. I, I really got into an argument with somebody. I was just like, he's had his goddamn fingers ripped off. He's in immense amount of pain, not not to mention phantom things, all that shit. And also he's so depressed and he's drinking on top of his medication. Maybe, just maybe, you should try to help him. He's your friend. (laughs) That being said, he was a cocksucker too, but that's beside the point. (laughs) I mean, they were just... So they were just cunts to him because he... Because he was having a rough time and was drinking too much and sometimes making, you know, just being nasty to people and stuff like that. But I understood it. He, he was mean to me a couple of times. I let it slide. I'm like, I don't care, man. It's all right, you know. And, um, you know, 
there were some people there who were genuinely really good people, and they would have fit in fairly well here, other than their their coldness. They are cold. They're a cold group. Um, but they had good hearts. But a lot of them were just fucking awful people, you know. Just, uh, and the people who were affectionate and stuff like that were miserable up there. I've, I've noticed that. Like the really truly nice people. I, I met a girl I worked with, and she just she said, "I hate it here." And she was born in this town. She's from there. And I was like, "Why do you hate it?" She's like, "Everybody's just so mean to each other." I was like, "Yeah, I've noticed that." I was like, "You don't get that shit in West Virginia." And my daughter was talking about, and she's not necessarily talking about her family. I mean, they're good people, too, and I won't say anything bad about them. But every time she comes here, she's like, Dad, people down there are so nice to each other. They wave at each other. They say hi. Uh, uh, Haley uh, Gerald, <laughs> Haley Gerald, who's now <laughs> Haley Peters, just ran out to the car and gave Annie a cupcake. And Annie was floored by that. She said, Dad, that, that stuff just doesn't happen in Ohio or Michigan. It just doesn't, you know. It's weird, isn't it? So, yeah, I mean, I, poverty and, 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 and desperation sometimes make people, really makes people better people. You know, both those states are fairly prosperous and, you know, they have a low poverty rate, well, except in Detroit and Flint, but in <laughs> <laughs> Cleveland, <laughs> the suburban areas, people are doing pretty well. It's not West Virginia. No, it's definitely not. So I, I that's down south is down south is like here. Uh, North Carolina was you know, people were nice and and friendly, not but just not as friendly as they are here. So you know the the old uh, <clears throat> stereotype about the slow Southern person, like mm-hmm. the lazy Southerner and all that stuff, and that you you see the the things about the hillbilly with sure. his feet propped up, no shoes on, and stuff. You know that's a real thing, and you know what caused it? Hookworm. People walking around with bare feet and hookworms getting yeah. in, into their um, system and just slowing them down, right? Making them tired, making them seem lazy and shit. But it's because they had a fucking parasite <laughs> that was taking all their energy. God. So that's why we had the slow southern thing because of a fucking parasite. That's crazy. I'd never heard that before. Yeah, learned that from the Joe Rogan experience. That's awesome. It's weird. I don't know if I buy that, but it's, an, it's, an, it's a new story. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know if an entire culture of people all got hookworm <laughs> yeah. from walking around barefoot. Well, maybe they were just passing off that to their to their fellows. <laughs> you know, they were just like, well, they're going to act like that. Like, well, I'll act that way too. Well, it's sort of like how something like seventy percent of people have uh, that the cat scratch fever, the toxoplasmosis. Yeah, it's that's like seventy, sixty something percent of people they say in the United States have it. Jesus, and it makes people act erratic. Like almost all, like. Uh, Extreme sports guys or cage fighters or whatever, what have you, have it. Damn. Yeah. I didn't know that either. Yeah. It's weird. And I guess I don't know how you get it. I mean, from having cats and the cats that go outside and you know, they are eat a exclusively meat diet and kill a lot of things and get a lot of bacteria underneath their claws and you know, plus they their shit is they they rake with their paws with shit. I, I'm, I'm just guessing here. Yeah, I guess. I'm I saying know. that's what that seems plausible. Cats even though, even though cats themselves are, they seem to be a fairly clean and um, you know, uh, fastidious nice. lot. So. <laughs> fastidious. That's a fun word. They're always bathing and licking stuff. Yeah, and meowing. Yeah, I'll get on. That's that was a favorite thing. I forgot. I'll, I'll get on. 
some of these things and just see these odd cat behaviors. They're very odd. Dogs do weird shit too, but dogs do weird shit because of us. You know, like I said, I was watching this video. These these two people in Australia have two small Staffordshire bull terriers, pit bulls, and they're and they treat them like people and babies and they put them in sweaters and they wrap them up in blankets and the dogs just lay there and smile and are happy that's just weird that's a gray wolf <laughs> <laughs> that thing was hunting it's hunting its food you know and and now it's it, it can't even live without us you know so insane yeah, but it's not bad it's just a thing you know it just I, is i'm definitely like not into anthropomorphizing animals like at all like it makes me fucking sick really yeah i hate it i think it's abuse not so much abuse but i think that it's um i think that it's terrible i'm I'm not sure what the word for it is but i think that it's morbid maybe it's it's a symptom of um it's a symptom of um Cultural, like, I don't know, like people being just disconnected from reality, disconnected from nature. That's true. It's like people. Um, I, I don't really know how to articulate it. Well, right these now. dogs, I mean, you'll love this. These dogs have their like, own room, they have their own bed. <laughs> like, we're not supposed to, like, <laughs> yeah, like, I think that that's disgusting. Like, there are human beings that need love, and people try to ascribe love, you know, to try to put into play. With their with their dog, what they think the dog wants, and they don't know a goddamn thing about what that dog wants. Sure, they're they're th- they're assuming that the dog wants the same things that they want, and then forcing that dog to have those things, and re- like really, the dog just wants to like go roll in the mud and like get in fights and stuff. You know who doesn't do that? Oddly enough, that Caesar guy, Caesar Milan. Yeah, he doesn't do that. He doesn't. He doesn't do that. To, have you noticed that? I don't. Have know you ever watched him? Is he a dog trainer? He's guy? the dog whisperer. That yeah, guy? and he's but yeah, he okay. but he he he's against that too. He said, "Do not baby talk your dogs." He said, "Don't don't take away their dignity." That's his thing. Well, I disagree you know, with that. Baby talk actually works. Well, I know you're changing the pitch of your voice and the dogs. He's just like, oh, and, you know, right. But he's saying he stimulates that stimulates them. But he but it's just a, a tip of the iceberg with that. You know, he said all these things yeah. that we do are, are it's a symbol of disrespect <laughs> to the animal. And you're like, yeah, it, it's very condescending to like dress an animal up. And, and like, and then we put the baby goat in a sweater. Fucking goat does not need a sweater. Right. It's a, it's a sweater already. You're in, you're in, <laughs> it is a sweater. You're in infa- infantilizing an animal that you know can fucking climb a mountain and like eat moss and live through a winter like that. Goats are tough, and you're treating them like literally like better than you treat your human baby. You're you you don't fucking deserve to eat. Sidebar here though. Goats and sheep freak me the fuck out. <laughs> yeah, I noticed. <laughs> they do really kind of do. I'm sorry. <laughs> you were like, just, you got out of the car and you like froze. And you were like, I didn't know you ate mutton. It was like really weird. Like you just like froze. Well, they just ran up on me and it was like a bunch of them. I was, was like, it was dark. You, you didn't know that I had just, sheep and then I. I didn't know I, you had that many. That I raised. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It was just, it was just kind of a weird. I could tell it. It was a weird. I could tell you noticed, and I, <laughs> I was just like, you know. And then I went back out of the house. And I tried to get in my car as quick as possible <laughs> because their eyes, man, they're fucking. They got those weird eyes, and they're, you know, and stuff I've read about them, like they're they're descended from the last hoofed predators, so they're like they they're just weird. <laughs> and plus, they can interbreed. Goats and sheep can interbreed, and I didn't know that until recently. You get a geep groat. Groat. 
That's even cooler than Geep. Although Geep's pretty cool. I think I, but it they depends. They use both. Yeah, it, it depends on which is the mother and which is the father. Like Shoat. The Shoat is a pig. Oh. That's between piglet age and butchering age. Like you get... Uh, a liger is, you know, and then you, you magical also powers. have a Tygon. And but they don't, it's not, it's very rare. Like, they can interbreed, but they don't usually live. They'll be, they might be born, live a couple of days, they don't usually mm-hmm. live. Some of them are, though, though do grow up, and they're, it's an odd-looking little thing. What about the scientists that uh, re, uh, reanimated a pig brain? God, it's fucking, <laughs> there, wherever the fuck. No, I mean, I'm, should we be doing that? <laughs> I mean, they've, they, they've done a hell of a lot more than I'm that. sure this they is have. just what they're reporting on. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm, we had this motherfucker I'm, walk on the Jeff Goldblum speech at a fucking Jurassic Park. They got they, so caught up in what they should do, not only what do they could do, they didn't feel, realize what they should. They had, <laughs> not only do they have human-pig hybrids, and not only do they have zombie pigs, but they have zombie, hu, zombie human-pig hybrids. I mean, they've done it all, and then some. Do you think they've let a, a human-pig hybrid come to term? Yeah. And let me be born? Of course. That would be horrifying. Of course they have. That would be horrifying to look at. They have like to. They have to to get to, to to get the, to get the organs mature so they can use them. God, that's so weird. That's what it's all anyway, about. I've got a boner. So, you guys got anything else you want to talk about? <laughs> okay, I'm going to play a Neil Young song to get us out of here. Then, Kay. Kay. All right. Thanks for listening, you queers. It's been fun. It's been real, but it hasn't been real fun. <laughs> right, guys? Huh? Here down by the river, drop in. <laughs> this song was famously quoted in uh, Kurt Cobain's Suicide Note. So, have fun. Happy Easter. <laughs>